nerds, you're listening to an episode on the Nerdcore podcast feed. If you're feeling generous, please consider pledging to a tier on our Patreon at patreon.com slash thenerdcore. We have tiers as low as $1 per month. Thanks so much, and enjoy the episode! Welcome back, everybody, to the Nerdcore Podcast, podcast reviews, movies, and talks that nerd shit. This is episode 521, and as always, is the Nerd Chicago Here to Show, along with my wonderful host, Brad Young Yoda. Sup, sup, everybody. Welcome to a wonderful early Thursday. Early Thursday, indeed, because I have to make it to my screening of Black, Fri- Black Friday, Black Adam today. You don't have uh, to. You choose to. Up, this man been making me podcast at irregular times because he got to see fucking movies. Well, yeah. Sorry, Brad. It's okay. Uh, Gives me reason to give you shit. Yeah. Hey. <laughs> I don't need much got... reason. You don't need much reason for that, bro. So it's like <laughs> I asked you, Brad. Why are you the way that you are, Brad? That's my who, parents. <laughs> who fucking hurt you at such a young age, Brad? That's my parents. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Uh, we will be discussing Triangle of Sadness, the Palme d'Or winner of this year from the Danish, I believe Danish or Swedish, I'm sorry, Swedish director uh, Ruben Osland. But uh, of course, before we can get into any of that, Brad, what's up, man? How's your day been today? I've been good, been good. Went to work. Um, it was really my only full day of work this week. Kind of full day. I had to do something yesterday. I had to go to a conference thing. Uh, at night, yeah. so I left a little like an hour to thirty minutes early today. So. Okay. Yeah, sounds cool. Yeah. Um, nothing much happened over here either. Um, I just had some trouble with my freaking external hard drive, and I was supposed to what's it called uh, edit today's video for my channel, and it ended up not happening. So that was fun. Um, because my stupid hard drive won't be won't it just refuses to be read by my um by Max. I don't know why. Well, it, um, it, it's it's formatted to be read by both Mac and Windows. Oh well, then I don't know yeah. if it's formatted for both. So, yeah, I remember I had a hard drive and then I got a Mac and it wouldn't read, so I had a yeah. format for the Mac and yada yada. But it was, it was formatted for both. Then I don't know. Yeah, no say. I'm not. I'm sure. not. I'm not. It. No, Brad. I'm the one who Brad asked questions about it stuff. So. You know, that, that's mostly like recording and shit. Like I can do yeah. basic stuff like set the camera up, put the mic together, you know. But if it if it's dealing with like, you know, the whole video formatting of like streaming and all that's like, I don't fucking know. But um, yeah, but work was work today. So, yeah, uh, that was it was all right. Um, and yeah, today was my last day of work. So I uh, get to rest for these next few days and go back on Monday. So, uh. Even though I'm gonna have to go back tomorrow because I left my cup, my 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 uh, my little thermos. Your cup runs so, over. Yeah, yeah. But um, yeah. Um, before we get into any of this, though, um, I do want to thank Neon uh, so much for making this possible. Uh, we what's it called? Uh, they had extended my screener on the film, so I said, you know what? Let's go ahead and uh, get I, this done. Can I just say I thank Neon as well, but I have an issue. Why is? I basically got to the last 
Um, so I, I, you sent me the link to yeah, play screener. it, and I, I had so many to play it. I think I had four. I think I had yeah. four plays. The damn video froze one time. Yes, happened to me. <laughs> happened to me. And then there was another time something happened. I forget if my dog knocked over the fucking thing or something. And so, so used, like, I was. I had two, and I played the one, and I had one left. And I still had the one left by the end of the of my watch, but I was really kind of like I was a little like uh, hesitant there. Yeah. Whenever I had to pause it, and I'm like, okay, because it froze on me when I like expanded the view, so I never expanded the view. And I'm just yeah. like, I'm just. And if you refresh it, like it that counts. Yeah, as your it, first it counts one. as yeah. one. And I'm just like, yeah. oh god, yeah. Rose gonna kill me if I only watch yeah. like 15 seconds of this fucking thing. <laughs> <laughs> What's good, Aiden? What up, Aiden? But yeah, thank you, Neon. Um, what's it called? I was able to watch this film at uh, Vancouver International Film Festival through, through, through their screener. So I thank Neon so much. And because they extended it, I said, you know what? Let's go ahead and get them some audio coverage as well and some video coverage here because they apparently really liked uh, our thoughts on the film. My thoughts on the film. So huh. yeah, but Brad, now you know how screeners work. <laughs> they can be tricky like that sometimes. Yeah, no shit. Like when they freeze and I'm just like, uh, uh. Uh, yeah. uh, oh God! That's <laughs> yeah. so why I love Vimeo links. I love them when they send them through Vimeo. But because you just not, get as many as you need, right? Yeah, you just, many yeah, as you need. yeah. But um, sometimes it doesn't work like that. So yeah, yep, yep. But I'm just lucky I got through it on the one watch where I, like, I I barely moved. <laughs> it was great. Fifteen seconds to out. Well, uh, without further ado, we'll go ahead and get started on this because I am really interested to hear Brad's thoughts. Of course, if you um. If you want to go, uh, what's it called? Check out my review on this one. I did write a review for the site for Vancouver International Film Festival. So go check it out on the nerdcars.com. But if you haven't seen the film, if you care about spoilers, then get out of here and read my review because I don't do spoilers on there. Yeah. But if you don't, but if you don't care about spoilers and you've already seen the film, then stick around. Sit your ass down. Yep. Sit around because I'm sure we have some thoughts here. And this is your only one only spoiler warning. And it, <laughs> and it is in effect in a five, four, fuck you, Brad. I'm going to hit three, two, one. <laughs> Triangle of sadness. Uh, in French, I believe that says sans, sans filtre, filtre, uh, without filter, is a 2022 a uh, satirical black comedy film written and directed by Ruben Uslan in his English language feature film debut, starring Harris Dickinson, uh, the late Charles B. Dean, uh, rest in peace, who she passed away, I uh, believe, a month before, uh, literally weeks before the film was going to premiere. Um, Dali De Leon, uh, Zlatko Buritz, Hendrik Dorsen, Vicky Berlin, and of course, the always loved Woody Harrelson. Oh, yeah. That was kind of ex- unexpected, too, when he showed up. It's like, who the fuck is behind it? I'm like, oh, it's Woody Harrelson. <laughs> oh, Captain, my captain. <laughs> it follows a fashion model celebrity couple who are invited, invited to join a luxury cruise for the ultra rich. Oh, we got, we got a raid with three viewers. Yay, Tori. Thank you so much for raiding thank us. Thank you. Thank you. Um. When things then begin to go wrong, it is the last film Dean started in preceding her death in August 2022. 
It premiered at the 2022 Cannes Film Festival in May, where it received an eight-minute standing ovation and won the Palme d'Or. It was released in France on September 28th, 2022, in the United States and Sweden on October 7th, in Germany on October 13th, and the United Kingdom on October 28th. It has received generally positive reviews. Hey, thank you so much. Thanks thank so you. much, thank you. Tori and Stacy. It's really more of a, rum, a rumbus of depression. <laughs> no triangle of, of sadness. This is the rumbus of depression. Yeah. <laughs> um, written and directed by Robin Osland. Um, and cinematography is done by Frederick Wenzel and uh, edited by Osland and Mikkel C. Carlson. And um, uh, it sits that it sits at a beautiful two hours and 29 minutes. Joe's own in the chat. Classic Stacy. Fuck yeah. Yeah. And on a budget of $15.6 million, it has so far made $3.4 million at the box office. So, um, we, by the way, uh, thank you, Raiders, so much for stopping by. We are the Nerdcore. We're a podcast network that is devoted to uh, everything nerd culture. So, discussing film, TV, video games, professional wrestling, and a lot of other stuff. Thank you for stopping by our review of Triangle of Sadness. And come by Brad. tomorrow for the live show. Come back tomorrow for a live show. We'll be talking, um, what's it called? Um, Andor? We'll be talking uh, Andor, just, yes. Yeah, I Andor. think it's just Andor that's left. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, um, Brad, I'm mm. going to go to you first because I already wrote my article here so people know what I think about this film. So, Brad, what are your initial thoughts on Triangle of Sadness? Uh, first off, I like this movie. Like, this, this movie is pretty legit, and it's fun to watch and see because you never get to see the side of rich people is their insecurities and it's all throughout this film and it's just a great watch over and over of just seeing you know from them just being assholes and getting the one of the crew fired and then him realizing how big of an asshole he really is and then um you get to watch after this rich people suffer through vomiting and the most diarrhea I think I've ever seen in a movie, <laughs> and I literally watched Sallow. <laughs> so the, the bubbling out of the ship, uh, yeah. So I, I did not eat during this movie. I do not suggest anyone eat during this movie, and um, you'll you'll be much better for it. Um, I gotta say, the pacing it did lose its pacing right about when the throw up and all that happened to me. It started to slow down a little. And then it kind of picked up on the island. And um, yeah, Abigail's a G. I just want to put that out there. <laughs> and it, it really does talk to of like, you know, these people who are basically just, you know, they're, they're wealthy for their entertainment, but they're basically useless in any other capacity. And you have the people on the ship who clean the ship and do the ship, do the menial tasks or what you think are menial tasks. And they're actually the ones that like can survive. And it's just great to see a movie that shows that. Yeah. Um, I loved this movie. Um, Robin Austin. So I've watched uh, Ruben Austin's, uh, last film, I believe, yeah, it was his last one, uh, Force, uh, Force Majeure, which was great, a uh, great movie as well. That, but there's a way that Ruben Austin kind of approaches narratives in his movies, especially um, power dynamics, and that's something that he's kind of discussing a lot in this movie. And I really, really like the way he got to this. Um, he really kind of shows how fucking stupid the rich are sometimes. Like, oh yeah, like just simple shit. Like you know, you know how to start a fire. 
And it's like, nope. nope. No one did. Nope. But he also shows how, like, sometimes humans are, us as humans, we're kind of like, uh, we're, we're kind of like dumb sometimes too. Cause, like, you have the, uh, the captain who's a Marxist. And it's like, he thinks that it's like the biggest, uh, what's it called? Fuck you to the ultra rich to eat a hamburger served on probably the most expensive plate known to man. Yeah. And it's like, you know, whether you like it or not, you're still kind of playing into the scheme, into their scheme, even though you're eating French fries and a hamburger. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I mean, you still like, you still drink the expensive wine. You're still, he's still on that boat, probably getting paid a shitload. And that's probably uh, what depresses him the most and why he's drinks so much. Yeah. It's like, it's because he, he's, he doesn't believe in any of this, but he, yet he still, he still falls for the uh, whole capitalism aspect of it, which you see in a lot of countries. There are a lot of countries that claim to be communist or Marxist or whatever you want. They're very capitalist. Yeah. Um, And especially uh, I like, uh, and it's, it's truly sad because she passed, but I truly believe you had a star in the making here. And it really sucks that she passed, man. But um, my standouts in this film, I love Charles B. Dean. Charles B. Dean, she's great. Is it Charlie? uh, I thought it was Charlie B. Dean. Or is it Charles? Charles B. I don't know how to say it, but it's just uh, Dean. Dean She was was terrific in this. Um, So so was her. I I don't know who the the male co-star's name was, but he was Harris Dickinson. Yeah, and I, I love how in the beginning, it's just it just opens up and you're just like, these are, you know, these are people who get paid to be models. Mm-hmm. I didn't realize that they get paid so much less than women models. So it's kind of flip on society in the modeling yeah. world. And it, it just amazing to see just how insecure, you know, these pretty popular people are because they never show that side of it for celebrities. They never do. Yeah. It's such an interesting way that Austin kind of shows like the gap in between those the old people and the young people on the ship. Because like, you know, well, what's it called? Dean's character is just taking selfies and taking pictures of her food because she needs to keep up to date with that. Because honestly, that's the way she makes money. That's the way she makes money. She's an influencer. And you have like the Russian oligarch who's like, I just sell shit. I sell <laughs> shit, which is not and they're true. like, what? <laughs> they were like, literal shit. Like Hero fertilizer. Shit. It's like, oh, like I did it in the 80s and 90s when that shit was big. So all good there. And I, yeah. I, I mean, and not only that, you have the guy who literally just just for, you know, them taking a picture with him. He wants to buy them Rolexes and, you know, just it shows how unhappy these people are with themselves, oh, yeah. how insecure they are with themselves, that he's to the point where. You know, because the person he was supposed to be with didn't go with him. Yeah. That he's just randomly buying just strangers, high expensive stuff. And it's like, dude, they all can buy that themselves. Like, you know, yeah. you're, you're on- not doing you're not doing it like you may be very rich, but so is everybody else on that fucking boat. Yeah. I'm 100 percent sure that Russian oligarch can probably buy every single Rolex on that damn boat can buy the boat if he wants to. Um, and that's also kind of like Austin kind of saying, like, even inside the higher class, they seem to like divide themselves too, and be like, yeah. I make more than you. So I feel like I'm higher than you. 
well, there's like, there a lot of entitlement there and you especially get that and i'm I'm kind of skipping ahead you especially get that on an island oh, yeah. where where abigail she literally comes onto the scene off the boat and they literally take her water but then take she goes water. into the ocean she catches a squid on her own she cooks the squid and then they're like well why are you getting so much and it's like you little people are so entitled this woman literally caught the squid cleaned the squid yeah. cooked the squid and you should be lucky she's sharing with you and doesn't gut you there yeah because <laughs> like i think she like could a, reminding me much like a parasite where you know you're kind of really talking about like this really parasitic relationship of uh of classism and it's like because everybody was like super scared that they're on that island everybody the minute that they find out that Abigail's there, they're like, oh, here we go. Here's someone who we can use so that way she yeah. can do the shit for us. And it's like, no, Abigail does not sit back and allow that. She even like grabs her backpack, puts chips and water in there too. Oh, and, and she, she has enough. And she ends up with a toy boy. So it's, yeah. it's, it, it's, it, so the only thing he really is good for is his looks at that point. Yeah. And, and he's basically, you know, paying sex for pretzels. <laughs> yeah. But but then um, I also well, I guess I want to go back and I want to talk about the you had the two British, um, I guess, weapon manufacturer magnets. Yeah. Oh, my God. And <laughs> it was just such a great um, it was it was kind of stupid, but it was a great way to end those two by the wife picking. So if you all I don't know if you ever watch this or not, hopefully you have because it is a very good movie. Um, you had basically pirates, you know come through and one throws a grenade and they had been talking about the they manufacture grenades and all that and the wife picks up the grenade and goes and shows it to her husband i think this is one of ours and the grenade goes off and then the rest of the ship blows. it's, it's a great scene um but i just love just kind of the karma that comes after them because you know most of the time that doesn't really happen to weapons manufacturers i'm sure um, yep <laughs> So it was kind of cool to see. But fast forward, we're at with Abigail. And it, it was such, you know, so Abigail is basically, she has become, you know, the dictator of this yeah. group because she's the only one who can do anything. And she's basically keeping them alive. She's getting what she wants. And then they go for a walk and she finds out that this is a luxury resort. Her and um, Charlie, Charlie B's, um, Carly B, I, I don't know how to say what's her name, it, but what's her na character's name? It's um, Yaya, Yaya, Yaya. So her and Yaya end up finding, going for a walk by themselves and figuring out this is a luxury resort. And before the end of this, you have um, Abigail struggling with the fact that now she has to go back to what she had yeah. started off with, with even Yaya going, oh, I'll hire you, Abigail, as my personal assistant. And it's just like, ooh, fuck no, she's going to yeah. get, she's going to get bludgeoned to death with that rock. <laughs> yeah. And it's like, once again, you go back to like the, oh, wow. Hold on. We were here in luxuries. Like, oh, cool. We can go back to normal. Right. Like pretend like none of this happened. And it's like, you know, once again, it's like all you are to these like rich fucks are just labor. You're just yeah. labor. Well, and, and it's funny because the rich fucks are totally useless. They are useless. They they were literally laying on the beach dying before Abigail showed up with water. Yeah. 
and yeah. Abigail has basically kept them alive for however long they are on this <laughs> resort island before the guy selling shit shows up before we realize it's a resort island. Um, and we don't really know how it ends. It ends kind of, you know, as a cliffhanger. But in my mind, I'm pretty sure I would like to think Abigail didn't bludgeon her. But really, if anything, she deserved it. Yeah. But also, who's to say that uh, Yaya was so dumb that she didn't even know how to go, go get back to where she was at? Yeah. And Abigail would just left her and not tell anybody or like try to tell them like, you know, that she, she's crazy or something and like, you know, it's like um, it's 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 interesting what to think. But I was even going to say like, but these these assholes, like they're not stupid. Because they know how much they can get away with because they are rich and because they are mm-hmm. the ones who are that's why that moment is so great in the film. The the the, the vomit by the way, um there's something that what's it called that like I don't know how much uh Oslin is a fan of metal and stuff, but like he does the same thing in like his last film in Force Majeure, where he like has like a really fast paced like metal song playing with like chaotic shit going on, but like I, I like I want to see this movie in the theater uh, just and, because I want that moment again. I want to see that moment again with that music playing and with everything just fucking coming out of the toilet and like all that shit. And but you know the whole reason like they even got sick and the, you know they kind of play it off the the crew and all that is you know it's the waves and shit which doesn't help. But it's because one of the rich Russian oligarchs wanted the whole crew to go swimming. And the chef yep. literally tells them the food is going to go bad. He literally says that. And they're like, yep. we don't care. The oligarch wants everyone to swim. And yep. the, the chef is just like, well, okay. And yep. that's how this all transpires into a huge um, fucked up beyond any recognition moment. <laughs> and, and just so, like, I, I uh, granted, I'm glad I wasn't eating when I was watching that moment. But yeah, no kidding. Thank laughing. you for the warning there. Yeah. Because I was just like... I'm glad I took Raul's advice and I didn't eat right now. <laughs> yeah, but it was fucking hilarious. Like one of the most. It, it came to a point where I was just kind of done with it because it kept going and they kept showing rooms and then shit was coming out of the toilets and going everywhere. Yeah. And um, but but there was a lot of good like the cinematography in this is outstanding. Oh, yeah. Some of the shots they get the the one where the table. Like, so they're in the lifeguard vest because the drunk Russian gets on there and he says, we're going down with the ship. And then he's like, I'm just kidding. We're but going like down with the are, ship. <laughs> people already got life vests and they're waiting in the boat to go down. The and you have that, that one shot where the table slides. Oh, yeah. And it like gets to here to this guy. And then it slides back. And I'm just like, that was a good shot. That was, that good, was a terrific yeah. shot. Yeah. Oh, but like I'm telling you, man, there's just it's such a great job in there, and I'm like the vomit cinematography chefs. Yeah, yeah, Stacey. Um, but I I love the cinematography and all that. Um, I love the score in this film. Um, he doesn't really he doesn't really have a score. It really has like songs. Like yeah. that's kind of what he does, like orchestral pieces. Uh, he did that in Morse Majeure as well. Um, and of course, I need to watch the square because I've never seen the square before. But, um. I thought it was just fantastic, man. Um, I have not had like this much fun watching dumbasses vomit and poop come out of a toilet so before. I've never had fun watching that, but this movie gave me that entertainment for some reason. No, and, it, uh, it was it was very well done, and um, the story like going in like I I kind of figured like in the first. 
probably 10 to 15 minutes. I'm like, this is cool. This is something you don't, you rarely see people do. And that's, that's talk about the insecurities of the rich. Yep. And I like, and that's why I think it adds that little extra layer that I was like, okay, this is, this is really good. And I was like able to get behind that. Um, what's it called? Uh, Brad, uh, you have anything else that you want to say, or do we, shall we go into these final thoughts? I, mean, I, I, um, I hope people, more people watch this cause it's, I think it deserves it. And I hope it gets some, uh, Oh, yeah. You know, award awards and award season, of course, and uh, get some more hype up because it really is it was really unexpected and really good movie for yeah. me. Like, I didn't know what I was going to go in. Raul was just like, this is good. Watch it. Don't we need to review this. Either. And I was like, <laughs> OK. Um, but yeah, from the very beginning until the very end, this is a very well done piece of art. Yep. Um, and like I've said, um, really, really, really. uh sad that you know charlie dean was was a. you could tell she was probably going to be a rising star yeah oh so it's pronounced shelby 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 dean yeah and you could tell that she was a star in the making and she was so young and she passed she died so young and yeah man she what's called you could tell that she was ready for this and i i felt like this movie was definitely going to push her and uh but yeah, Brad, what are you going to go ahead and give Triangle Sadness? I'm going to go ahead and give Triangle of Sadness a solid 9 out of 10. Nice. Uh, if you've already watched the look at my review online, you already know what I'm going to give this. But as I've said before, this is the, only the second film I've given a perfect score to. So Ruben Oslin's Triangle of Sadness gets a 10 out of 10. I, I love this movie. I need to watch The Square. I loved Force Majeure, and I need to see this one. I've seen the square as well. There's not a lot of filmmakers out there. He belongs to a small little club who've won, who've won the Palme d'Or twice in their career. So What is it, like six or seven? That's it, mm-hmm. I think. Coppola is one of them. Um, I believe... Francis Ford or Sophia? Francis Ford, Brad. Okay. I don't believe fucking Sophia's won the Palme d'Or. Okay. Um, but yeah, what's it called? Um, he belongs to that small little club. And uh, yeah, uh, guys, go and check it out. It is playing in theaters at the moment. Uh, it, I believe it just received the expansion. Wow, 10. Yep, yep. Say, yep, chosen. A, a freaking 10. First Venom 2. Now, now, now this one, bro. <laughs> Amazing. Um, Amazing, guys. Thank you for the, for the chat. Thank you for the chat. Uh, guys, please go watch this. It is currently on its expanded release, so you can go check this out at your theater where it's being played. And well, you know, if you want to wait until it hits streaming and stuff, I guess we'll keep you all up to date on that. But uh, we want to thank Neon again. Thank you so much for the screener. Thank you so much, uh, Vancouver International Film Festival, for making this possible because I watched it at Vancouver International Film Festival. So, uh, what? Because. <laughs> Which technically means one because town 10 equals one. So damn, that's tough. Shut your ass. Uh, Matthew. Matthew. Yeah. <laughs> yep. No, well, 10 out of 10 would not equal one. It just looks 10 divided by 10, Raul. Just 10 divided by 10, huh? Don't don't think on it too much. It's a joke. It's a joke. Yeah. Just just a joke. It would be a hundred percent because you add the zeros at the end. Yeah. Um, but um, you gotta times it by a hundred. Times it by a hundred, yeah. But um, yes, uh, thank you all so much for sticking around here, y'all. We want to thank Stacy. We want to thank uh, Keon. We want to thank Tori. Aiden. Thank you to Tori, Tori for the the uh, raid, of course. 
yes, thank you, Tori, for the raid. Uh, I want to thank all y'all. Of course, if you're watching this on YouTube, make sure that you subscribe. And when you subscribe, hit that notification bell so that way you don't miss a single stream or piece of content mm-hmm. that hits these, the YouTube channel. And if you're listening to us on a podcast platform and you can leave a review, go ahead and give us those five stars, y'all. Please. Boom. It helps Bye. us out a you lot. You know you want to. You know you want to. Mm-hmm. We want to thank our Patreon supporters because without them, none of this is possible. So thank you all so much for making it possible. And we want to thank our producer and our writers. We want to thank our executive producer, Shane. Where can you find him, Brad? You can follow our friend Shane at twitch.tv slash XSRK or on Twitter at thrifted.il or go buy something from the Suppy God at Prison City Vintage in Illinois. Awesome. And, of course, we want to thank our writer, Tony. Hey, Tony. Fucking at choose Real a movie. <laughs> at Real Nerdy Dad on Twitter. And Kylie. Kylie. Kylie, not in the chat today, but we are early, so. Yeah. This is this is for future. This is for future Kylie. Kylie in the chat. Future Kylie. Uh at Kylie PLI on Twitter. Kylie P Sports90 on Instagram. Thank you all so much. Of course, if you want to join those or be on our Patreon, all you need to do is go to www.patreon.com slash nerdcore. If you are looking at us on video, then you just need to check out that link that's on there. But um yeah, www.patreon.com slash nerdcore for all your wonderful early access and exclusives. But without further ado, uh, we will catch you all tomorrow when we talk about um, episode seven and eight or six and seven of Andor the last two, the last, the last few episodes of Andor. How about yeah, that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the last, the, these last two episodes of Andor, and of course, uh, Saturday, we'll see what... Oh, Saturday, nothing happens because Brad's not going to be here on Saturday. Nope, and cool, I shall because not be here. We don't have any more Rings of Power to talk about, so cool. Um, Sorry, and then y'all. on Sunday, we'll talk about House of Dragon, the season finale Sunday, of Sunday, House Sunday. of Dragon. Yes. Sadness. 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 I am in a triangle of sadness because... Triangle of sadness right there. House of Dragon. Or a rhombus of depression. Rhombus of depression. I like rhombus of depression. I like rhombus of depression. Thank you, Stacey. Yeah. But we'll catch you all this weekend. But in the meantime, it's been a lot of fun. Brad, let's go ahead and send him out of here. All right, Raul. Thank you for being host as always. Thank you to all those who joined us in chat today. Thank you. Thank you to all our listeners out there, all our Patreon supporters. We appreciate each and every one of you. And to end this episode, I'm just going to go blah. Young Yoda out. Who ordered the poo-poo platter?